I don't know that. That's a. I think that has to vary by the scenario you're involved with. How healthy is your parent? What is, right. what yeah. is their current situation? And you know, just understanding that is would drive a lot of that question. I don't think there's a time yeah. of you're an age where you're like, I need to know this. everyone and welcome to Life with the Sherry on Top. I am your host, Sherry Hagan, and today I am joined once again by my husband, Kevin. Hello, beautiful. Hello, handsome. How are you? I'm great. Good. So I want to talk today about aging parents. Okay. Because we are aging parents. No, that's not why. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, I do want to talk about it because um, I'm finding that most... Aging parents don't have a plan, which is kind of shocking to me. Mm-hmm. Right? I know my mother didn't have a plan. Yeah. I know your mother didn't have a plan. No. But both of our fathers did. Isn't yeah. that interesting? Well, at least I think my dad does. But like, I don't think a lot of people have a plan for when they get older. And nobody wants to be in a home, but. I think that's, I don't know. Like, what do you think aging parents think is going to happen to them if, God forbid, something happened to them, you know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, my mom was pretty independent yeah. and for all of her life, really. Yeah. But when it came down to her starting to get older and a little bit more ill and, you know, you know, the scenario or the situation. We, we bought her a house in Florida. our condo in Florida. Yeah. And she went there for the, to get out of the Chicago weather with arthritis and all that stuff. But she was not in a home. She was just in a condo, regular condo right. scenario and um, slipped she was... and fell and had nobody to get to or nobody watching her or going in daily. You just said. And, s- you just said something fell. Slipped. Oh, slipped and fell, and fell. In the kitchen. Yes, mom slipped and fell and in the kitchen. And she was on her, on her side for like two days, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I guess I don't think I'm going to be old and <laughs> need help. I mean, but I'm, I'm sure I will, uh, you know. I, I mean, I don't know. It, you that's know a, I'm a planner. A really, yeah. But we haven't, I mean, we've talked about some of the stuff because there's, illnesses that are that run in the family yeah so yeah. you know we we need to watch out for that stuff and i'm i think from my side of being there for you uh, i'm prepared in my head to take care of that but oh well, are you I'm talking about, about me and ms yeah okay that's but, not a family trait i'm the only i'm the only one with it yay me <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i i mean so I guess my, and I don't, I'm not planning on anything to happen because I don't want it to, but that's maybe the other side of things too. You don't. Yeah. So actually that brings up a good point. And I think a lot of people feel that way, right? Whether it's um, writing a will Mm -hmm. or planning for your future as an elder. Right. Right. I think a lot of people just think, well, if I don't do it, it won't happen. Well, guess what? 
It still, yeah, it still <laughs> it's happens. It's gonna happen. Yeah. So get your shit together, people. Like seriously. Yeah. We did a will a long time ago. We've since had to update it. Mm-hmm. Um, Might have to update it again. I know we do have to update it again. Like my, I can guarantee you, my mother doesn't have a will. No. No, there's no so. way. I mean, there's, yeah. There's absolutely no way she has a will. And P.S. She also doesn't have a pot to piss in. So there's nothing for her to leave. But look at me. He's rolling his eyes. I'm not, I don't roll my eyes. But, uh, can we say that my mother-in-law lives with us? Yeah. Yeah. She lives with us because that? she didn't have a fucking plan, which is my point. Right. So she has apparently lived by the seat of her pants her entire life. And has just kind of lucked out along the way because there's never a plan. I'm the opposite. Like I plan things to the point of being obsessive about planning things. No. But Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> no. But I do that. Listen, not everything goes according to plan, but things are going to happen. You know, you're going to die, people. That's just the way the world works, right? It's unfortunate. People don't like to talk about it. And I personally don't get it, but it's not for me to get, right? But you have to, you have to plan. If you don't, if you have property or you have things mm -hmm. that you want to leave to people, you have to put that in a specific you have to write it up. Yeah, it's got to be. You know, you have to put your wishes down while you're in good health. Right. One. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it. If you haven't dealt with a death and people coming out of the woodworks, oh to my god, claim something from that individual. Right. You haven't dealt with death. It that's, happens that's right. yeah. everywhere. Uh, you know, trusts are great to put your. Property, cash, yeah, uh, all of the things you own into a trust. Therefore, no one can touch it. Right. It's not something that people can go to court and say, I knew so-and-so when they were 12 and I helped them out and they owe me, yeah. you know, this amount. So it's just, it's uncontestable. That's exactly the right face. Or yeah. obviously, if, you know, that's something for people maybe with a little bit more protect or a will does stand up typically. No, but it, yeah, well, yeah. people will contest it, but it, right. it'll stand it's up in still, court as long yeah. as it's a legal will. Correct. Yeah. It's, so, it's just crazy to me that people don't but, plan. Ahead. But that's death. That's planning death. I mean, I don't I'm not planning. And, and, and this is something that, you know, we, we probably should talk about and maybe everybody listening should think about, too. But, you know, eventually you're going to get to that age where you can't do things for yourself. You right. can't cook, you can't, you know, right. clean as well as you yeah. need to. And yeah, that, you know, that type of stuff, I don't think anybody really plans. You scramble or you hope that family members are there to help you with. And that's a, that is a big deal. I mean, nobody wants to be in a home, but if you died or something happened and I'm 85 and I can't cook or clean, I better be in a home because what am I going to do? <laughs> you know, well, I would, would hope I not? that, as long as you can. OK, so I guess here's my. Yes, we do need to talk about that. 
but I guess in my head, it's already planned. So I, I, I say this all the time in this particular house, right? We're never leaving. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of reasons for that. A, we've got a 2.65 interest rate <laughs> and therefore we're never leaving. Um, but, uh, but I have heard those words before. I'm just going right? to say that out loud. Okay. Again, <laughs> we have moved three times in, <laughs> in 10 years because of my mother. Okay. But because she came to live with us, just quick backstory, right? She came to live with us. We thought the house that we lived in would be the perfect setup for that. It wasn't. And I was either going to go to jail for murdering her or we had to buy a bigger house. So we bought a bigger house. That house, neither of us really even liked. But it kept me out of jail. So (laughs) it's a good scenario for the situation. Yeah. And then when this, this house even better. Yeah. When this better. house came up, we then moved to, to this house and mm-hmm. it's the perfect, yeah. it's the perfect house for this particular situation. It's also the perfect house when mom is gone and you and I are here for us to age in. It really is because it is a ranch with a finished basement. The finished basement can be rentable so we can. Yeah, it's a house on top of a house. It's a house and, on top of a house. That's exactly right. Yeah. And the, the basement down here is a kitchen and a full bathroom and, and it's handicap accessible because the person who built out this basement, unfortunately, was in a car accident and became paralyzed. And that's why they finished this basement the way they did. Right. So if, God forbid, I end up in a wheelchair, which is probably going to be likely due to my MS, right, I can live down here independently. I don't even need help with anything because this is already planned for a handicapped thing. And I get that that's a very unique situation, right? Most people don't have a house that's handicap ready. Mm -hmm. You know, we just lucked out. But even if it wasn't, I would make it that way. So that in the future, again, planning ahead, we could be down here independent if we needed to be mm-hmm. and or upstairs. Right. So, so my plan, by the way, was we live here forever until, you know, if we need help with cooking and cleaning or whatever, we have the reserves mm-hmm. to pay for that. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's my plan. I mean, God forbid if, we get Alzheimer's or, you know, something that requires 24 hour care. That's a whole different ball of wax. And that's yeah. not what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about simply aging and people not having a plan and falling down and breaking a hip or breaking whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like your mother. Mm-hmm. All of her sons were in Illinois. Right. She lived in Florida. Fell down and then and the neighbor found her two days later. Yeah. You know, she could have died. Yeah. We, we didn't know. I mean, you know, we'd call once a week and, you know, so that that situation with your mother remedied itself because you and your brothers had to. Yeah. Brought her back just for closure on that one. We brought her back to Illinois and right. put her near us in a independent facility that 
independent living. She was able to go get food and, you know, house was cleaned for her. Yeah. And she could cook if she wanted to. There yeah. was, it was a, it was actually a really nice place. Was nice that was that particular situation. But again, the kids had to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Not mom, you know? Yeah. My mom didn't have a plan and still doesn't. So she's going to live with us until she passes, basically. Right. But then she still has no plan. Like, she's, why would we have a plan after you? Because what's her, do you want to be buried? Do you want to be oh, cremated? Yeah. Do you want to, there's no plan. Yeah. Because in her mind, if she doesn't talk about it or, you know, whatever, happen. It, yeah. it just won't happen. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. You know, as a only child, hmm, how do I put this nicely? <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, the unique responsibility of having to take care of her. Right. Mm-hmm. There's nobody else to fall back on. Mm-hmm. Like, there's I don't have three other brothers. Right. So I'm it. Um, and I do occasionally feel guilty about the fact that I'm so angry about the fact that I have to take care of her. I, I, I mean, I'm angry about it all the time. Anybody who knows me knows this, right? <laughs> because it's just infuriating to me that you didn't have a plan. You just, you just didn't have a plan. It's, well, Sherry will take care of me. That that was the plan, you know, but but you didn't talk to me about it first. You know what I mean? So I have that kind of guilt about about being angry. Essentially, I'm guilty. I'm I feel guilt. Excuse me. I feel guilty about being angry about having to take care of her. Isn't that terrible? Yes. Like what a terrible position to put your children in. Um, unintentionally, but yes. That wasn't unintentional. That, that's incomplete. When you're, when you don't have a plan, it's intentional. Well, I don't necessarily agree with that, but. Really? Yeah, I mean, can you say it was intentional? How did she know she was, but we were going to tell her to come and move with us, move in with us? Oh, <laughs> first he, of all, we didn't. I did. Well, to your credit, you did, but. I guess my point is I think she knew like she's either going to be on the street or she's going to come live with us. And now she's here, right? It's lack of planning caused all of this to happen. I I can agree to that, but I don't, you know, Certain things are unseen, I guess. I don't know. I don't think she. But again. Just don't put your kids in this position, people. That, that, I guess that's my point. Yeah, you need to definitely count on yourself and make your yeah. plans known to your other. Or your family, family or your friends or whomever. Or whomever. Not yeah. everybody's married. Not everybody, right. you know. Yep. But I hope that everybody has at least one person in their life that they can count on. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case either, mm-hmm. but. True. Um, and that can, can change in the course of. Yeah, of course. Years as well. Yeah, for sure. And then I guess like as a kid, at what point do you approach? 
approach your parents about, like, at what age do you say to your parents, what's your plan? You know? If you're asking me directly, never. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I never brought that. Oh, no, I never brought that. No, I know you didn't. That's the way, you know. Because we both grew up in, like, wasp families. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. You just don't talk about stuff. Right. But I think everybody needs to have that discussion. And as an adult child, you need to have that discussion with your adult parent. But at like at what, you know, at what age does that happen? I guess. If you're, if you're aging normally, if there's nothing, you know, you're not mentally incapacitated, you know, you're just aging, mm-hmm. you know, like us, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be 60. I'm 57, you know. Don't find that aging, but it, I hear Well, you. we are aging just because we're getting older. Yeah. Right? I don't think 60 is the right age. No. But I'm just asking, like, what do you think the right age is to, to sit down and say to your parent, and I get both of your parents are gone, and I already know my, my situation, mm-hmm. right? But for those who don't know, do you just ask? Like, do you just say, hey, what's your plan? And then at what age do you ask that? Yeah, I don't think, I don't know. I don't think you do. No? I don't think you do. It's, it, that, that seems, to, it steps into the wrong arena or might even have somebody contemplate the wrong thing. So if you're asked that question, yeah. like, why? What are, what are you looking for, you know? What are you looking for? What do you want me to leave? I don't know. It can just, it can, well, I'm not, I'm not the talking needle can about, go in different directions. I'm not talking about a will. I'm not talking about, hey, I want your stuff. Yeah. I'm talking about, I'm talking about what is your plan if you get sick? What mm-hmm. is your plan if you fall down? What, like, what are your wishes? And I think everybody needs to be, everybody in a family needs to be aware. Yeah, great. I'm, it was a great topic because I'm totally stumped. I would not, and just at my age or even younger, but when I was in the time that I grew up, I would have never had a concept to even ask my parents that. Yeah. But I think it's more important now than ever, too, just with everything that's happened in the, you know, in the world and happening in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, to share that information with, your family or to have knowledge of that. And maybe it's not on the kid to ask the parent. It's on the parent to talk to the kids about. Yes, absolutely. But if you're, I, first of all, yes, I couldn't agree more. I think it's the parent's responsibility to actually talk to their children about their wishes. Right. But when you have a parent like the one upstairs who has no plan, right? At what point should I have said to her, What's the plan? H seven. <laughs> I don't know that. That's a. I think that has to vary by the scenario you're involved with. Yeah. How healthy is your parent? What, right. yeah. what is their current situation? And you know, just understanding that is would drive a lot of that question. I don't think there's a time yeah. of or an age where you're like, I need to know this. It's you need to know it when it starts to become a parent, become a, yeah, become an issue. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I guess. And I, I guess the other, 
point to bring up here is if you're a child that needs to have that discussion with your parent, don't treat your parent like they're a child. You have to remember that they're still an adult, right? Even if you, like, I'm in, I'm just, I'm just in a constant state of anger with my mother, but I never treat her like a kid. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Right. And I think that's important. Yeah, absolutely. I remember when my grandmother was in like car accident three or whatever it was. And she, she would just go across the street right. in her little car, you know, the she would go store. to the grocery store and the beauty shop. And it was literally across the street from mm -hmm. her condo. Mm -hmm. And I think in a year's time, she was in three car accidents because she kept rear ending people. Yeah. And, you know, and my whole family's police. And so I would say, anybody, anybody want to take grandma's driver's license away? You yeah. know, <laughs> and when the subject was approached, of course, grandma got all de defensive and sure. said, you're not taking my independence away. Right. And listen, I would be the same way. However, there comes a certain point in time where you're like, hey, lady, I'll drive you to the grocery store and in the beauty shop. Mm -hmm. You can't do it anymore. Yeah. You can't see. Yeah. You know? So I know that I think that's another fear of people getting older is, you know, you can't take my independence. Oh, yeah. No, away. I, I would totally be. Oh, my God. I'd be like a lunatic. About that, but I might. Yeah. I, <laughs> Same similar story. My mom didn't get an accident, but she never, she couldn't take a left. She was scared <laughs> to take a left. So everything was take a right. And it's like, why is mom gone for seven hours at the grocery store? But it's, the, you know, it got to the point where it's like, if you're not comfortable doing that, mom, don't, you shouldn't be doing it. Right. Exactly. Because that's just going to cause a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that, I mean, you see those things where you know you need to involve yourself and interfere have that discussion about that but it, it is so difficult to say that i mean i anytime anybody said you know if i'm getting older or whatever it's like you know kevin you can't you can't drive or you can't do this or you can't do that anymore i'm like the hell i can't you know yes i can well i'll actually you know i have a good example of this where uh you and someone else were carrying something this was at shoal creek you were carrying something very heavy down the stairs and you wrecked the walls because you couldn't carry it and you didn't tell me. And so the next time I went down the stairs, I saw gouges of drywall missing, you know, and I was like, what the hell happened? And you were like, oh, well, we were carrying whatever the hell it was down the stairs and it was too heavy. And I said, I remember saying this to you. You're not 25 anymore. You, yes, you can't carry <laughs> shit like this down the stairs anymore. And, and you said, the hell I can't. And I'm like, well, <laughs> as, as the evidence points. It was the other person who couldn't handle it. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, you can't. And there's, it does, I will say, uh, maybe because I'm 57 and still perfectly capable of doing everything myself, it, oh, oh, I'm getting a face. Opening a jar. Oh, well, okay. All right. Well, stupid stuff like that. That's not, you know, I mean, it's not major, but it's not everything. You can't do everything. 
Okay. Um, for independent living, it is because I, <laughs> I have a jar opener when you're not home. But I'll, th- here, I'll use this as an example. Like, I'm not comfortable anymore driving long distances. Mm. You always used to I, love doing that. Yeah. Never bothered me before. Never. And you don't like not to, you don't like driving in the dark either or rain. I can't drive in the rain yeah, in the dark the, anymore. Yeah. There's, there's a there's, big, there's a big d- difference. difference between want and can't. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I really can't. Yeah. When I, when it's wet outside at night, mm-hmm. those, especially now, cause everybody's got those led headlights and we do too. Mm-hmm. Right. Great to see with. If you're the driver, but if you're the oncoming person going the other way, you're blinded Mm -hmm. and it's just amplified by the wetness. Yeah. And it. Yeah. No, I I literally I haven't been able to drive at night for a couple of years now comfortably. I occasionally have to. Right. And knock on wood and I'm doing it right now. uh, I haven't been in an accident, but I'm, I'm not comfortable doing that. Yeah. But. I guess like, you know, I used to drive to wherever I drive to St. Louis. I drive to, you know, Tennessee. I drive to wherever it didn't didn't bother me at all. Now I'm like, oh, can't I just fly? Like (laughs) (laughs) it takes probably the same amount of time to get to the airport. If not more sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Get to the airport, wait for your flight, blah, 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 blah. But to me, it's more comfortable than... I don't know. I don't know why. I think. Okay, so here's the story. I was driving home from Michigan. This has nothing to do with getting older, by the way. But it's I think this is why I don't like to drive long distances anymore. Um, And and so it's obviously very recent because this just happened in January. It was the weekend of January 15th. And it had just snowed a lot in Chicago. And it was still snowing in um, Michigan. And. It was one of my best friend's birthdays and she likes to celebrate up at her dad's place in Michigan. And so I drove up. You were gone. You were out of town somewhere. I don't know where you Mm -hmm. were. And so I drove to uh, South Haven, Michigan. And driving there, not so terrible. Um, I left during daylight hours, right? Once... I got to Michigan, however, and somebody, please, if you're listening in the state of Michigan, somebody explain to me why Michigan doesn't salt their roads. Like, they don't. They don't salt. They or plow. sand or anything. Yeah, they don't do anything except plow. So you go from Chicago, where I'm going 80 miles an hour, because they salt, and then Indiana, again, salt, Michigan, ice rink, right? <laughs> so... It took me, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 minutes longer than it normally does to get there. Okay, fine. I'm there. Everything's fine. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, it never stopped snowing the entire time I was in Michigan. It never stopped. So when I went to the car, it was buried in Mm -hmm. snow. Like you couldn't see the top of the car buried in snow. So first you have to dig the car out and then you have to, you know. So anyway, so now I'm driving home and I left early in the morning because I had an appointment. Right. I had a real estate appointment at three, I think. So I left at, I want to say 9 a.m. Yeah. Well, it was 
It was 9 a.m. Michigan time. South Haven is an hour ahead. So I think it was 8 o'clock Chicago time. And I was, I got on the road. And listen, it's a very remote place that they have in South Haven. So I figured, okay, I'm going to get on the, you know, highway double Y and, and take that to highway G and then, and then get on the actual highway. And when I thought, I thought when I got to the actual highway, the road should be clear. Yeah. The the country roads could be tough. Right. Country roads. What you would expect. Yeah. Okay. I got on the highway. It was just as bad as the country roads. And because you're next to the lake, you're next to Lake Michigan. It was so foggy that every single person, including myself, was driving with their hazards on. And nobody could go more than when I tell you like 25 was top speed on the highway. And at a certain point, I was behind two semi trucks. Now, it's a it's a two lane highway on this particular road. Mm-hmm. In the same direction. All right. Two okay. lane, yep. Yeah. Four lanes total. Breaking break in the middle. Yeah. Exactly. So, and cars, by the way, in the ditch between, mm-hmm. between both lines of traffic. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we're all going like 20. And, you know, if you could pass somebody going 25, good for you. But most everybody's going 20. And I'm behind two semi trucks going exactly the same speed, which is about 20. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very foggy and everybody's got their hazards on and I've got a safe distance between me and both trucks. You know, right? I'm in the right lane. lane. Yeah, I'm in the right lane. And in my driver's side mirror, I see a semi truck flying up the road behind me. And I'm like, oh my God, he doesn't see them. And now he's, I mean, he's flying. Yeah. Like, like it's not even like there's no weather, you know, he's going like 60 and now he's next to my car and I just let off the Mm. gas Mm. because if, first of all, if I break, I'm going to slide and fall off the road. So I let off the gas. I know full well he's going to hit the truck Mm. that he doesn't even see that's in front of him. Sure enough. Right. Three. So it's now three semis. Because the one going however fast he was going hits the one directly in front of him, who then hits the one who's directly next to him. And all of this happens in slow motion. Right. Right. And. And I had let my foot off the gas and now I'm going like. Ten, maybe. Mm -hmm. And you still can't. Steer out of the way because no, all you're gonna do is there's nothing I can do. Yeah. There's nothing I can do. And by the grace of God, two trucks went to the left off the road. The other truck went to the right off the road. I steered a little to my left because the one on the right had um jackknifed. So his trailer was still on the right side of the road. So I just 
I, I'd like, I went between the entire between accident. I was never so scared in my life. Because I was like, I'm old now. I'm 57. Like, if that had happened when I was 20, I would have jumped out of the car and, you know, I, I don't know. At 57, I think I literally would have been really hurt. Yeah. At a, you know, and I think that scared me. And so now I'm like, I don't I don't want to do road trips anymore unless I can unless it's guaranteed good weather. Yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. And it's an I'm I know for me, it's an age factor. Hmm. Interesting, because yeah, they used to and I, I know you've said this to me privately. You know, you don't want to drive as much anymore. And but you always used to do that. Oh I my was, God, always. And I always thought, you know, from me flying all the time, I'm like, I get older. I wouldn't mind a casual drive to, trip. to Nashville or something, <laughs> you know. But now it's like, yeah, that's not going to happen, which is fine too. I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm always been the type of guy where if I'm in a car, I'm about three and a half hours is about my max. And I just like, I, I got to get out. Yeah. Uh, Three change the scenery so and you, you used to be like five. Oh, great yeah like nothing <laughs> bothered me yeah. before i've yeah. always been around that four hour mark it was about enough for me well all right so um <laughs> the, i'm sorry i got off on a tangent about how old Back i'm getting <laughs> and yeah and how annoying it is to age and drive but um the whole point of this was to please have a plan if if you're the parent and you're listening um, have the discussion with your kid about what your yeah. future plans are. Yeah, we plan on not driving any distances anymore. <laughs> That's our plan. <laughs> Share no, that with you. Trust me, we have a plan. He just doesn't know it yet, but we have a plan. Oh, I, uh, I know it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to I just wanted to have that discussion because I yeah. think it needs to be had. It's a good one. And yeah. and people don't. Yeah. No, you don't you don't have the plan until it happens and then it's a then it's a little bit more chaos than it should be. Yeah. All right. So there you have it, folks. Thanks for listening this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you would like to comment on this or any other show, you can do so by uh, going to the website, lifewithasherryontop.com, or you can email me at lifewithasherryontop at gmail.com. And as always, please hit that subscribe button on your computer or your phone or whatever you're listening to. Um, and have a good week. I don't know if I'll be here next week or not. I'm never sure if I'm on or not. You guys. Okay. Stop. Let's, uh, oh, you're, my God. All right, fine. Thank you. All right. Good to see you or good to good to have you <laughs> on the show, honey. Good to be here, dear. <laughs> I love you. Love you. See ya. Uh, everybody have a great week. Bye bye.